Good afternoon guys, how's it going? This is Feathers and Horns with you and welcome to our second episode of podcasting. So today's episode we're going to be talking about, we're going to give a little daily deer cast on this evening and I'm going to give uh, tomorrow's deer cast on how it's going, sunrise, moon phase, and the pressure. And the moisture and everything like that. So hopefully we have a good hunt tonight. We had an amazing hunt this morning. Uh, we had a lot of action in the field and everything like that. So let's get talking about that this hunt in the morning and what I've been seeing, what I think's been going on, and let's cue the music, guys. <laughs> All right, welcome back. Uh, this is uh, Feathers and Horns talking. So let's get going. All right, we're going to start off on today's Daily Deer Cast. Oh, this morning was great. Great, great, great. The big green great. And uh, we had proof of that this morning. Uh, no big bucks, but a lot of small bucks and those. We'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, this evening is going to be good. So if you guys... Are planning on going out this evening make sure you guys go because it looks like it's going to be good 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 uh oops, let me get back tomorrow supposed to be low of 46 oh, wait whoops my bad during wednesday tomorrow okay tomorrow is supposed to be low of 46 uh, the average high is supposed to be 63.7 uh, sunrise is 726, sunset 6.11. Uh, the pressure is supposed to be 30.06. And you know what, guys? Usually when it's around the 30 to 29, it's going to be good. So, we want that. Moisture is about 10%. So, uh, the wind's going to be coming out. Looks like uh, northwest. Nope. East, northeast. My bad. Wind's coming out in east northeast. So plan your hunt on that. Which stand you're going to hunt. Which blind you're going to hunt. Uh, depending on the wind. So that's your daily deer cast from Dury Outdoors. And let's get talking about this morning hunt. Alright guys. So this morning hunt. Uh, it's getting really close to the seeking. Uh, the seeking and chasing phase guys. So. We got some youth hunters going to be going out this weekend for Missouri hunting. Those Missouri youth hunters should have a good hunt this, this year. Should be amazing. Uh, we had uh, about three does uh, come in about 80 yards in front of us. And then we had uh, a, a small buck probably follow, follow them about 10 minutes uh, after they showed up. So, uh, and he, and he had his nose down, licking his nose, everything. So, that was pretty cool. We got it all on film. Uh, we're going to be doing some editing tonight. Uh, so, uh, make sure you guys go subscribe to our YouTube channel, Feathers and Horns. 
and make sure you check out the Facebook page, Feathers and Horns, and make sure you like it, subscribe to it, so you guys know our latest updates. And uh, so last night, all right, the big boys are coming out. All right, if you guys haven't seen it, because I've been to the Facebook page, go look at it. He's a wide, wide, huge eight. I mean, huge eight. He came out about 3:37 a.m. to uh, this morning. Uh, so that was a big surprise when I woke up this morning to go deer hunting. I checked uh, on my phone. I have all cellular cameras out on the farm, and we got them. It's pretty nice. So make sure you guys go check that out. Uh, big boy is starting to come around. Uh, they're starting to make their home territory a little bit bigger. They're going to be chasing off the smaller bucks, be fighting. Make sure you guys go get a grunt call, some rattling. It should be a fun night tonight. So hopefully we get some video of some bucks. I don't mind small bucks. They're pretty fun to watch and record. <clears throat> All right, guys. So uh, with this, uh, the pre-rut coming in pretty bad. Uh, you know, the bucks lay down most of the day. But I think they're going to start coming out earlier in the evening due to the rut. The rut is going to be coming in. They're going to be seeking. They're going to be chasing pretty soon. I give it probably about another four more days, in my opinion. Uh, that's what it was. And then uh, my daughter shot a nice eight point uh, or a ten point uh, last year. And it was right around the seeking chasing phase, like I predicted. So I think I, I could be wrong. But I'm, I'm thinking. You know, the seeking chasing phase is going to be coming around uh, maybe evening Thursday into Friday morning and so on. So, if you guys want to get out there before the youth hunters go, make sure you guys try Thursday and Friday. Uh, I'm going to quit Wednesday and let the farm rest up uh, Thursday and Friday. And uh, one thing I'm going to use this year is I'm going to try to use a deer decoy. Alright, uh, make sure you get, uh, if you guys use a deer decoy, uh, get a uh, how I look at it is, um, so it's kind of like turkey hunting, alright? You don't want no big old boss turkey sitting out there with an end. Because if, if, if a big two-year-old comes in, looks at it, and he got his ass beat once, he's, he's not going to get his ass beat again, most likely. <clears throat> but if you get the big boy, and you get a big boy out there, you know, you, you, you get it. But, uh... Most things, I will get a single subdominant buck right now and everything. And uh, once you start seeing the chasing and the seeking, so uh, probably this weekend, I would go with a subdominant buck and a doe decoy. Spray it down. Uh, we also got some uh, videos uh, in the picture that I got on there. Uh, we use this Code Blue uh, Premium Standing Lure. So, uh, supposedly, they collected the urine of a doe as right as the buck was about to breed. I mean, I opened that up, I took a whip, and took my breath away. I, it smelled like straight. Like, I stuffed my nose up in some doe's booty. That's what it smells like. <clears throat> it's pretty potent. So, uh, so that's what... It, I, I mean, I haven't used decoys. I've never used decoys, but I think I'm going, I'm going to try it this year. I'm going to try it this year, see how it goes. 
I'm going to try to do a sub down at Buck, and then uh, maybe this weekend throw in a doe decoy over there. But if you're not going to use any decoys, make sure you hunt over scrapes. And uh, uh, if you find a scrape, put a camera there. Uh, if they're act actively using it, I would hunt it. I, I would definitely hunt it. Uh, that's the one. I got this big A. Uh, he he used a scrape. I got on a camera. You can see him pissing in the scrape, doing the scrape, and he left. So that was pretty cool. Uh, I would hunt over scrapes. Uh, you know, the small bucks are constantly using it. Uh, I don't think I've seen any does yet, but uh, I would hunt over active scrapes. All right, uh, the rubs. Uh, the, we got rubs and scrapes all, on the one. So, you know, I would hunt over scrape, pour some buck urine in there. Uh, right now I'm using doe estrus just because I've been seeing some seeking and chasing phase, uh, seeking and chasing phase in the small bucks. So I'm using doe estrus to kind of get the big bucks riled up. Be like, whoa, hang on now. That little guy ain't going to be getting no honey, honey. So, oh. Uh, that's my hope. It worked out before. I'm doing it. I keep doing it. You know, that's my opinion. You guys can think whatever you want. Uh, but, uh, also, if it's a fresh scrape, always freshen up the scrape with the doe estrus and the buck urine. And I hang the scrape while I'm hate, uh, hunting over it. I, uh, I, uh, put the, the, the scent wick right above it, the buck urine, and then I put the does, and I hunt, in like, in a semi-u. So, and also bring a call, uh, a grunt, a grunt call works good, and uh, some light rattling. So, uh, light rattling with some grunt calls, it will work very well, uh, in my opinion. So, make sure you guys use that, and especially if you guys are using a subdominant buck decoy, uh, amazing, amazing. Oh, another tip is, uh, right now, the big bucks are staying in the thickets. And they're marking their territories. So try to get in the thickets if you can. If you don't have thickets, that's fine. Try to hunt maybe like a corner of the property where there's thick woods. And try to bring them over. But if you do got thick woods, go in the woods. Uh, I mean, you may have luck in the cornfield and everything. You know, kudos to you. But majority of the time, the buck's going to be cruising around. Find active trail, trails, find active scrapes deep in the woods, in the thickets, and try to hunt close to that. I'll, I'll probably hunt off about 25, 30, 30 yards off of it. I got a blind set up. Uh, you can set up a tree stand, but uh, it was kind of too late when I found it. And, you know, I just took a blind in there. Uh, always, uh, you know, right now, uh, plan your hunts by the weather. Because uh, I think I mentioned this in the last podcast, the weather trumps the moon phase so uh what was it, it it's it's been raining saturday and i didn't rain since saturday uh it rained all day sunday it stormed all day sunday here uh and then so this morning i thought it would be good to go out it was really good got some activity so i'm hoping i'm hoping the evenings will bring out even better luck just because it was right after the storm uh, some people like to go before the storm. They think, you know, I never had luck. I've tried it. I've never had luck. It, it seems like, uh, kind of like cows. You know, it's very storm. You see the cows laying down. They're not moving. That's how I feel about the deer. 
Uh, if you have luck getting before the storm at your place, that's good. Alright, I would hunt the, uh, before. At my place, uh, we have luck after the storm. So, that's why I did it. So, make sure you guys plan around the hunts uh, when the temperature drops. Uh, like uh, today, the low was 38. Uh, should be really good. The temperature dropped. They were storming all yesterday, all Sunday. So, that's why I think it's going to be good. And it's still going to be good, I think, tomorrow. And DeerCast predicts it's going to be great as well because of the pressure and of the low temperature. It's supposed to be sunny out, so make sure you guys get out there tomorrow if you can and everything. So uh, make sure you guys follow this podcast, keep on, keep up with the Daily DeerCast. And I'll tell you uh, if it's going to be a great day, good day, poor day, or fair day. Uh, that's how I kind of plan on uh, playing my hunts if it's a if it's a fair poor day I usually don't go out I usually go out about midday get my cameras and just get out uh, the ones that I don't have cellular cameras on <clears throat> so uh, that's it about uh, deer hunting for today uh, I know youth duck hunting was uh, last weekend we didn't get to go my daughter had a softball game on Saturday a tournament and then Sunday it just stormed and rained plus we didn't get back to like 12 o'clock so with them being first duck hunter youth duck hunters I didn't want to ruin their hunt so I may just take them during the week sometime when it's not busy and everything but uh duck hunting's come around the corner I'm the big fan of duck hunting so uh but I'll cover deer hunting until duck hunting starts and then we'll talk about more about duck hunting uh you know how important it is to have a well-trained dog and everything like that but let's get into duck hunting right now so uh, what's more important about it about duck hunting is about the quality of decoys and the motion mojos the calls uh, uh, the cover I would say one uh, if you're hunting in a conservation area kind of know where they're going because if you know where they're going to in that pool uh, the most important thing is cover because they already know they want to go in there so cover make sure you're hidden well make sure your layout boat is dressed well if you're not using the layout boat and you boat it back in there but you're going to wait in there uh, uh, sit down in water uh, make sure that boat is at least at least 100 yards away or 150 I, I go about 150 uh, and then I go about 50 yards down, pick some corn, and then lay it on top. And then I take that corn and put it in the layout boat just so I can have it for next time. But uh, I would go at least, I mean, at least go 100 yards with, with your boat. I've seen some people just kind of pushing it on down to 30 to 50 yards. And the ducks kind of circle, and they didn't put any cover, and then they flare. And, uh, you know, uh, the past couple of years that, at uh, Ted Shanks, that's where I duck hunt at a lot. Uh, they, uh, they didn't have much corn. Corn wasn't very good. This year is going to be amazing. Uh, I can't wait to get some video out of me duck hunting. Uh, hopefully, I get drawn in this week for duck, or not this week, but next week for duck hunting. So I can't wait. Uh, they have a lot of corn in, in every spot, so I think it's going to be a really good year this year. Um, but you know, that's my main thing is that. Uh, you know, make sure you got a lot of cover. Don't sit right on the edge of the corn. 
thinking you can shoot because if you really think about it, you're shooting ducks about 45 degrees angle up, and so the corn ain't gonna really affect you. And if it is, just break off a little bit on the top like I do, and then what I do if it's in front of me, I break it towards me, and if it's on the side, the back, I break it towards me. So it kind of looks like an enclosed box, kind of. So it, it kind of covers the behind you, in front of you, and the side, and everything. And I noticed about duck hunting, you know, a lot of people cover up the dogs. I don't cover up the dogs. Uh, my dog's a yellow lab. He, I, I think, kind of blends in with corn pretty good. I got a chocolate female that's uh, six months old. I can't wait to get her out next year, see what she can do. But, I mean, you know, if she does pretty good, I may get her out in the late season uh, with my uh, one-half-year-old and maybe let her watch him do some retrieves and then send her out. But anyways, uh, uh, that's the most important thing, I think, is cover. I think motion. Motion's pretty good, too. Uh, I've, I've heard a lot of sucky callers that gets ducks. and so, I mean, as long as you can quack you know, and do a slow slow feeding call that's all you need to do but i think the most important thing is cover and then motion because if you don't got motion in the water you don't got a little wind to make the ducks little moving because because what ducks gonna come there fly over duck sitting still ducks are always swimming they're always bobbing up and down you know i got a lot of motion in my decoys but you'll see when we get the videos next week uh if i get drawn in so uh I think those are the most two important things if you're starting out duck hunting. Uh, the quality of decoys, I get the Cabela's brand. Uh, there's nothing wrong with them. You know, I think they look, I think they look good. I, I mean, you can buy Avian X. Yeah, they look amazing. They look cool. So, but you know, I don't want to spend eighty dollars for six decoys. I rather really spend eighty bucks for twenty-four decoys. Uh, I think the Cabela's are like. 40 something maybe 39 for a dozen so you know you can have 24 in the last year for about two or three years you can have avnx and you know i've seen them last the same you know the paint chips off about two or three years as well so as long as you take care of them make sure you wash them after every hunt because the mud eats away the paint so uh that's your little tip if you're beginning duck hunting i'll cover more duck hunting later on the season but right now deer hunting is getting in its prime time getting the seeking chasing i'm going to talk about deer hunting once duck hunting starts uh you duck hunters uh be prepared because i'm going to get some tips call on tips uh i may do some little calling on here uh and uh kind of help you out on that so if you're starting duck hunting this is a good podcast because i've been hunting uh i'm 28 years old now uh i've been hunting since i was 10 so i've been duck hunting a lot i've had uh, i went through one two this is my third lab, everything. Uh, my, my last lab got stolen. I, I left my parents' house in the backyard, and someone cut the cable clean off and, and stole it. No one's seen it and everything, so I was kind of disappointed at that. So now my lab's staying inside. Uh, there's too much money to just leave outside and get stolen. So uh, so hope you guys like this podcast. Uh, I'm going to go back out this evening. I'm about ready to leave now. I decided to do a podcast before I leave instead of come back. Because, you know, what if I get one? I want you guys to, to know the Daily Deer cast, uh, listen to it, and everything. So I'm going to start doing that more. I think, uh, you know, people will like it. Uh, a lot of people like to follow the Daily Deer cast, and, but don't want to pay the money. I'll get it. 
I'll I'll get it. I'll pay the money for it. Do the deer cast. Uh, do the daily deer cast. Hourly deer cast. You know, whatever. I mean, this whole day just looks just looks amazing. But uh, you know, I appreciate if you guys uh, subscribe to my YouTube, uh, like my Facebook page, follow me there. Uh, since I'm paying, you know, the daily deer cast. I'll pay some other things. You know, I, I appreciate if you guys donate some money uh, to the Patreon or the PayPal. All the links down below when you listen to this. Uh, you don't have to, but I appreciate it. Uh, different tiers on the Patreon. Uh, you get free stuff and everything. I try to, you know, help you guys out and by saying thanks for supporting me and all that. So I appreciate you guys, uh, whoever support me and, and uh, donate. I appreciate it, but uh, it ain't gonna stop me from doing the daily deer cast and other other subscriptions uh, that I'll buy to help you guys out for hunting. So thanks for listening. I'll uh, see you tomorrow with another uh, podcast, and hopefully we get a deer tonight and get you that video. See ya.